Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided our world has become? We desperately need stories of peace and healing. We find the bridge builders across the globe who are stepping into the divides of culture and bringing understanding, compassion, and reconciliation. And now, here's your hosts, Jonathan Sanborn and Lisa Jernigan. And hello again. Thank you so much for tuning into Counterculture. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Lisa. I sound kind of official. I was going to say that was really like kind of like, wow, serious. Like we, we got our DJ <laughs> mode <right>. on. <laughs> I do, full DJ. Fun fact, I was I have dabbled in being a DJ. That doesn't – you doesn't, totally have the voice like, for it. You totally you, – yeah, I'm, I'm uh, always impressed when you introduce because you're like, and welcome to uh, – That's <laughs> right. It was for a father-daughter dance. I did a few uh, – and I did a wedding – a couple weddings. I did a couple weddings. I can and that was totally fun. Really? see you because you love music. I, I'm all about the and, music. And you've got personality uh-huh. and you've got the voice. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. I think I mean, so. you do. Yeah. So although my – okay. So I went to a wedding a couple years ago. So I used to in, – in my in, back in my 80s, early 90s heyday, I was a good dancer. So I would go to dance clubs and do – and so people go, oh, you're a good dancer. So then I pulled some of the same moves of this wedding. Did it work? <laughs> ha ha, Jonathan, you're so funny. <laughs> same moves. And now I'm funny. So it didn't travel it didn't, over the it decades. Didn't, it didn't last. <laughs> so I'm just a joke now. My moves. Oh but my I, I'm, I still think they're good. And you're I, like, I, I was really cool. <laughs> I, I used to be cool. You. you don't know how awesome those were <laughs> at that club at 10 p.m. in Los Angeles in 1988. In my humble opinion. Yeah, in my humble opinion. <laughs> 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 so are you a da- do you like dancing? I used to. Used to? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. So I don't have those moves, but it's like, and I love watching dancers. Yeah. I think it's beautiful. Sure. Just, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But back in the day. Back in the day, you had mm-hmm. some moves? Mm-hmm. Okay. I could do it. Nice. Yeah. It's Ro- fun. Robocop? Music. No, not. We, what did, I mean, we just had other. Other yeah, ones. Yeah. And then just choreographing fun things together, like right? In groups yeah. and doing stuff. That's all, and, yeah. Yeah. All, yeah. Super fun. Right. Hand stuff. jives and, and all the yeah, stuff, right? All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was doing the pretzel. Oh, there we got go. Got entangled. Jaws of life had to get us apart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they told us at the Baptists I grew up in. So they said, don't, you know, da- da- dancing is oh, dangerous. Oh, you're about, yeah. 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 You get tangled up in a pretzel. Oh, my gosh. Right? The thing, well, you know what? I wasn't allowed to go to a dance till I was... My eighth grade. My, eighth grade. My, okay. It was my dad. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he just didn't. And I was like, ugh. Yeah, finally I got to go to the last dance of my eighth grade year. Yeah. So wow. it's like it was a real thing. And now we, yeah. Yeah. My teenage, they, 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 everyone tried to shut, I mean, the, the religious people, those, those years, not anymore. I mean, they tried to shut that all down. Wow. And so that created a lot of, like, that's why I went to dance clubs. Exactly. Like, why most of the, everyone just kind of right. skedaddled after the prom and went over to another place to go dancing. And, exactly. And exactly. so, yeah, it was just one of those kind of 
Two-Face kind of things. But there's so many great ways in dancing around the world and so many different oh, ways. It's just so healthy right? and so many wonderful things. I know. There can I be know. bad. Yes, there are bad elements in anything. But For sure. In music but there's and so much beauty in it, so too. Much the beauty. arts and dance yeah. and music and all of that, right? Yeah. 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 So I don't know how we got into dancing. Well, because I think you took us there. I did. <laughs> Me and my crazy brain. <laughs> so, so we're in this series. Mm-hmm. We're ta- we've been talking about pr- like humility, right? right? We've got like what are the f- what is to be countercultural? I think so much of our Christian life really is countercultural. Oh, for sure. And I think one way, and pr- I think a primary way, the way we're going to be used counterculturally is a hum- is a humble way. Mm-hmm. We're going to need to think. Which is the way of Jesus. Is, which is the way of Jesus. Right. And uh, and I just think there's a lot of confusing messages about humility and pride in our culture. And so we're just trying to kind of look into kind of why humility is so important. We talked of it as a as an orientation toward the towards life uh, that is it's so it's not centered on you. It's centered on God and His purposes and His His will, mm-hmm. and not just on ourselves, which which right. wraps everything. We're it's not, not the center of yeah, the universe. Humility isn't thinking how worthless we are. It's thinking how important God is in His ways right. and. Um, and not centering ourselves. What is, uh, there's a Tim Keller quote I think he has. It's, he, humility isn't thinking less of yourself; is thinking of yourself less. Yes, yes. Is that right? I think yes. I said it right. I think yeah, you did. Right. You okay. did. Okay, okay. And that's always a great quote. Yeah, it's a great quote. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm keeping that one. Down, but yeah. I'm I'm quoting him on it. It's there not, we go. It's not my own good. Um. So one way too, I think another way is that. We are generally pretty bad at recognizing pride in ourselves. And so I thought of like three um, ways we could like – we know we are being proud when we have this thought in our head. Okay. Okay? So here's what I'm – so the first one, if you're ready. So three phrases of pride or catchphrases that we might use in our head. The first one is I deserve. Mm. So the mentality of I deserve is like unbelievable. Like we like it can it's pervasive and I think we, some people say we're almost in an age of entitlement like oh, we sure. deserve all yep. this different things you know um there's this narcissism of I deserve respect, I deserve a certain lifestyle, I deserve a certain Family situation, or even not only a, a lifestyle, a lifestyle that keeps progressing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I need to be wealthier and better off than I was twenty years ago, and mm-hmm. if I don't, I'm, you know, I'm, right. I'm un, unfulfilled, un, incomplete. And these are my rights. These are my rights. It's not just a good thing to want, but it's a sense of I deserve this, and I'm I can't entitled be, to yeah, that. Entitled. And I think with that, a lot of that, we go, I've earned that. I've earned that. Ooh. Right. We see it all as a result of our own mm-hmm. efforts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't that like what Nebuchadnezzar, <laughs> like why he is here this great leader. He goes, all of this I have done. And God says, hey, why don't you eat grass <laughs> for a couple of years? Yeah, talk about humility. Talk about hum- – yeah, total hu- hum- <laughs> humility and humiliation, which often – they often go together. <laughs> I, I, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, but that deserve – you know, I mean it's good to be respected. But the sense of the, when we walk into a comp uh, a room d- thinking we deserve respect, I think it's dang- a bit dangerous. Oh yeah, you know, right? Can you have you had anything like, experience like that? Oh, I mean, you've seen it, you've and seen then it. I think yeah. we all have it, and it's manifest in different ways mm-hmm. within each of mm-hmm. us, right? And I think 
to your point, like being aware, sometimes I don't even know if I'm aware that I'm having that thought I deserve because mm-hmm. I think sometimes our actions manifest that I'm thinking that. Yeah, well, good. It may not be, we don't have to be conscious to it, mm-hmm. but I think we have that inside of us. I, de- I deserve. I, I deserve. deserve that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's my right. It's my right. As a as an American, as, yeah. as a believer, as I fill in the blank, mm-hmm. it's my right. And the lack, and when that doesn't happen, it leads to anger mm-hmm. and frustration. Mm-hmm. And it may be external or maybe just internal. Mm-hmm. Just, there's people who just walk around feeling like life just screwed them over. Right. I deserved a better life right. or I deserve something. And they're angry all the time. I wish I had a well, better family. They, you know. they manifest it with broken relationships. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like who – who really wants to be around that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that that entitlement it's it's so t- it's toxic to our bodies, mm-hmm. it's toxic to our minds, and to our relationships. And so- sometimes we're not even aware of it. But I think it's God. That's why he, a humble attitude of lack mm-hmm. of entitlement mm-hmm. is so important to our physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes like even like like even. We can't even get God's grace. We can't even be in right relationship with God when we think we deserve heaven, right? Right. <laughs> so, and that's a good thing because I yeah. think we do. We think, I deserve heaven. Yeah. Of course. I'm, I'm, I'm not Hitler. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the, that sense of entitlement, cause it affects even just how we orient ourselves to God, which mm-hmm. in that – so. Um, we get in this place of, of I deserve. I don't know. My, I don't, it's just it's it's in almost in anything a comfortable it's lifestyle a comfortable lifestyle a lifestyle that just going to need couldn't wouldn't it just be nice to just get this for once and and then we're it doesn't happen and then we're frustrated mm-hmm. all the time. Yes. Yes. So yeah, because we have high expectations. Yeah. High expectations. So so that was one of those phrases. I deserve mm-hmm. the next one. I think of like is. Greater than, mm. like I am better than that or them, right? Right. And so there's this comparison that we put and put ourselves up, so we can put ourselves above people, or that we kn- always know better, mm-hmm. or, or I would never do I that. I would never do that. More moral that right? The moral superiority, right? That's superior. Like I could, I would never, I'd never be homeless. Right, because I mean, I'm I, I manage my finances well, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and so often God takes when we ha- we have that that fist of pride of like I would never be that. He often brings us situations. It's like oh little oh, one. oh really oh little <laughs> really? one. Let me teach you something here. <laughs> for the grace of God, there go I. Really should uh-huh. be yeah, because we're not we're I've also we're all one one or two paychecks from or one or two like events that could totally change. Oh right. Our finances, our health, our relationships. None of us is immune. Yeah. You get – yeah, anything could happen. Um, mm-hmm. But this greater than can be so pervasive. Um, I think that is a really key thing mm-hmm. because I think we look at different people groups that way. Yeah. We look at individuals that way and because we've been taught and we just – you know, and even sometimes we'll go, why do people make such bad yeah. decisions? And then you're yeah. like, well, I make bad decisions sometimes yeah. that I don't want to have to live with too. Yeah. They might be different, mm-hmm. right? Right. But you go, but yes, I think that greater than I would never right. do that, or I would never think that way, or yeah, I think that, and which goes to comparing. Yeah. And I'm always better when you compare. Right. 
Right. But sometimes you can always when you compare, you're always the loser. Yeah. Or sometimes when you compare, you're always the winner. <laughs> the winner right. Depends, yeah. Right? yeah. That's right. Yeah. But we just again, that's why it's so important to know people's stories yes. and know why. Because otherwise we get in this moral judgment over people. And that's all through Christ and his interaction with the people and the mm. Pharisees is that is that concept. And yet we can still have that be pharisaical. Right, I mean, just think and of like you're to your point. It, yeah. Knowing somebody's story is really imperative. Yeah, because then it, it it's an equalizer. Yeah, yeah. To the greater than. I heard a a, a guy I love say say one like you know something about like a, like oh the the, the the main problem with abortion is that those women can't keep their legs shut. Wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Right. Lord, I mean, that is so not the story. Right. You know, that was just a judgment on a whole issue. Right. Based on a moral position, and it's just so not far from destructive. So destructive, and I just think there's just dangers when we have those those superiority. But sometimes it's it can be big like that, but it can also be small. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I shop. I don't shop at Walmart. I mm-hmm. shop at Target, or I don't shop at Target. I shop at the, the you know the what you know the organic grocery store. Right, you know Whole Foods right. because they have they take care of the environment, and you know, right. and none of those can be. I mean. That could be fine. You choose to say that, but there can be a judgment of people based on, oh, they're they're going to Walmart. And there's or, also a yeah. positioning that's happening. Yes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. which comes into with power a little bit too. It does. Yeah. 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 All of those things, but we don't yeah. think about all that. Yeah, I know. At all. And if yeah. we did, if we really thought about all those ripple effects and all what's really at play and the root of some of that stuff, maybe that would change our behavior. Or our thinking, right? Yeah. Because I, I think we just see – when I think this, it's okay. It's not hurting anybody, right? And But then the, the, those thoughts lead to the actions. And then we're like, it's just this. and it, we. But it, when you go to the root of that, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. I'm seeking power. I'm seeking position, whatever. And, that, and then hopefully that's a, a humbling moment. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I think we can dismiss people too from both a moral and and even an intellectual. Like I, I'm informed, and they aren't informed. Mm. And there, we, there are those those idiots who believe that. Mm-hmm. We can say we can have disagreements, and we can say there's some, there's there's ideas that matter, and we should cling to them. But often it can come into a superiority. It's not just about the quality of the idea; mm-hmm. it's the superiority of the person. Right. Who holds them, and that's dangerous. Well, and it goes back to this is all about peacemaking, mm-hmm. which is just recognizing the dignity of every human being. Mm-hmm. And when you start thinking greater than, you're not recognizing their dignity, mm-hmm. right? That all people have because yeah. you're lowering them in your eyes, yeah, and taking away. You're you're removing part of their dignity in yeah. your eyes. I mean, ours is not dignity is not ours to give or take, yeah, because people have it because it's a God given thing. But in our own mind, we want to take it away by saying, I'm greater. Yes. Right? And that game, which is it's so divisive and destructive. There was a picture I post. It was after I came back from a trip to Ethiopia. And we had visited. I was kind of helping consult on some ministry, what ministries we would, this church would connect with. And um, we visited this prison in rural Ethiopia. And this church had adopted the had adopted the prison and was trying to improve the conditions for the, mm. the men's side of the prison and the women's side. It was a pretty amazing ministry of a local church. But anyways, I walked around inside the prison hanging with these guys and played ping pong and started just talking. And I just was 
you know, we could, I, could, I didn't speak the language, I'm Harik. I just, but I could just look people in the eye and I just had this, God just hit me with a deep sense of common humanity. For sure. Like we are not different. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And the, the reason they might be there is maybe they just criticized their government. Mm-hmm. Maybe they actually did a very moral thing. Maybe mm-hmm. they did the right thing and that's the reason they're, we don't know. Mm-hmm. And then they're in a situation which would be, abysmal to most Americans, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so that sense of not being any better mm-hmm. so, would hit me so hard because I think, man, these guys are finding joy in a circumstance I could, I would resent. I would right. just be, a, you know, because I had this. Which sense, is so yeah. good because you were seeing their humanity. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Like yeah. our shared humanity. Yeah. Which is so important to do because if you really are seeing somebody's shared humanity, it's mm-hmm. hard to think of yourself as greater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so the, I'm on to my third one, but I think like the, the, the first, you know, the first one is I deserve, then I, greater than, Man. and then the third is I got this. Mm. So wow. that, the, the self-sufficiency, and this one's kind of especially goes towards, can hit us Americans too. Oh, for this sure. Is a big, we're a very independent people. I can do that. People. Thank I you. can do that. Yeah. I got this. And, um, and this can be uh, overconfidence. Or even a fearful inaction, but it's basically like I don't, I don't need help fixing my life. I can, I, I'm in control. I don't need God. I'm fine, thank yeah, you. I'm fine, thank you. I don't need others, mm-hmm. and uh, we, I'm in control. <laughs> I can solve this sin problem on my own, <laughs> right? Or um, uh, there's so many ways that it affects us when we think we're really uh, in control and self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Do we? Yes. Is there personal responsibility? Yes. But the idea of self-sufficiency is really, I think it can be a very dangerous. Why do you think we do that? Um, well, one, I think it's, I think it's a truly root of the sin, of sin you know, mm-hmm. the, just that sense of pride and self and I, and self-sufficiency, because if we truly need, had a God dependent, God dependency, that isn't what Satan wants, and sin. Mm-hmm. Sin says you don't need God, and mm-hmm. and God says you need me, mm-hmm. and I want you to need me. Right. And so I think that's it runs deep. I also think, yeah, there's when we view ourselves really highly, we don't like receiving help from mm-hmm. other people too. We don't oh, really reject sure. it, and that's easy, especially when you get into certain positions. It can be any position, really. But I, even like I wasn't going through a real rough time for a little while, and I was a co-pastor at a church, a s- associate pastor. And I was – it was such a hard time, but my church helped me more – so much more than they helped – than I helped them. Mm. It was just the, that year or two, I was so aware of all the love and support that the church gave to me as a pastor rather than you think I'm here to serve mm-hmm. and be – I'm <laughs> – God's got me and I can help you. But mm-hmm. that's actually not – you know, not how it works, right? I think but you were also willing to let people in. I don't mm-hmm. think – I think sometimes we get stuck because we don't want to – our pride gets in the way because mm. we don't want people to know how broken yeah. we are or that we need help. And so we'll just figure it out and do it and instead of letting people in to be a part of the solutions in our own life. Yeah. And that's like to your point, it's like you let a community in because there was trust and you're, you realize I can't do this alone. I need God and I need people. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah. I, and I think we don't yeah. – we want to try to figure it out on ourselves. Yeah. And – um, to know that we can do something because it is hard to let people in mm-hmm. and it's hard. Um, 
you know, even with God, because you're not sure where he, what he's going to do with it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's like just I think that's part of your humility and pride you're talking about is to go, I have to admit I need help. Yeah. And I and I need I need God. Yeah. I, I can't do this alone. Nor were we, were we created to right. live alone or be alone. And I think we've seen that in the past few years because people, the loneliness and mm-hmm. and it affects our our physical health. Yes. It affects so many areas of our yeah. life that we don't even see. And we do, we need God and we need people mm. in that community. And so to your point, it's like you had invested in people before you needed people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When you had something to give and then you're yeah. like, I don't have much to give right now. But then you open the door to allow people to give to you, which is a beautiful thing, which is really hard to do, mm-hmm. to admit that I need help yeah. right now. Yeah. And I think that's a great model of that's how we were, that's how we're wired to be in community. Mm-hmm. And that's the church can be a beautiful picture of yeah. that. And I think it can reflect itself in tangible help. Mm-hmm. Like it could be money or material things where we, we think, oh, I'm self-sufficient. I can do it. Or it can also be like intellectual help mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. or wisdom. Like mm-hmm. I don't have this figured out. I need someone who knows how to – who's better at raising children or is right. better at uh, finances or is better at um, – Sure. Uh, and so uh, – or li- at life in general, how to navigate. And so I think that's really important. We don't We don't get the help we need. We don't seek it. Don't seek it. Yeah, and so because we're too <laughs> too right? self sufficient, and then we'll even fail and not learn and not grow because we haven't sought out, you know. Okay, so what's our challenge? What's our challenge? What's our challenge with all this? Um, ha, huh, good. Ch- that's a great question, right? I think it's kind of. I think a, a daily self assessment, like Lord, weed out any pride in me. <laughs> Right. If you really want to use me in this world, in the lives of other people, be more loving, be more – I need to weed out, make me aware of my entitlement, my self-sufficiency. And that's a dangerous superiority. prayer, but it's yeah. a prayer we need to make. It is. Right? Yeah. We don't. We want safe prayers. Yeah. I, the things I'm praying for, I want the these specific you know, yeah. financial and material and relational things. But those met. are dangerous yeah. prayers. When you kind of give yourself over to God, yeah. you go, okay, show me and help me. Yeah. But do it really gently. Yeah. That's what we want to say. Right. But I don't want to have to have a hard yeah. lesson here. Yeah. Right? I, I, I want to get it right away and just gently speak to me and show yeah. me. But we, the prayer, and so a lot of times I'll pray, God, what do you need me to see and what do you need me to know? Mm, about well, myself, yeah. about others, you know, and right. and he is faithful to reveal, yeah, right. But a lot of times, to our point, we've been talking about, we can't see it in ourselves, right. And so, just asking God, what do you see, yeah, that I don't see? And then, you, as you mentioned, asking someone else, yeah, who can, can, you know, what are you seeing in me? Who loves yeah, you? Who loves you? And wants the best for wants you? Wants the best for you? Can, yeah. And and <laughs> and if you don't have that person, start. To find to spend time with people who you feel like you could learn mm-hmm. from and speak into because they might be able to see, hey, you know, I realize you're the way you handle yourself and makes it people like people don't want to talk to you or so they might say right. something like that to right. you and you're like, oh, really? Okay, well, that's good. That's I didn't. It's hard to hear, but I thanks for yeah, telling thanks me, for telling right? me that and thank you for the feedback and so yeah. so I I mean seeking feedback. I, there's things I'm scared to ask about, right? right? Yes, because you know? I don't know if I really want to know. But yeah. at the same time, I, I think deep within each of us, we long to be our best selves, mm-hmm. the person God created us to be. But it's hard to get there. Yeah. Yeah. We have to, we have to undo some things and yeah. 
re- rewire some things. That's and right. It, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We get some bruises yeah. along the way, right? Yeah. And I do think the more we um, – like even what we pray about, that's like you said, a dangerous prayer. I also think like if, if are all my prayers about myself and my well-being, am I ever – I mean I'm missing something. I'm missing what God's really trying to do mm-hmm. in the world, in the lives of other people. Lord, help me to see them as you see them. Right. Help me to – what are you doing in that life? I just see the sin in that person, but you're doing something mm-hmm. big or something in there. And when you start doing other focus, it gets your eyes off yourself. Yeah. Right? Which is such a good way. We talk about humility. Yeah. It's like I'm – I yeah, I need to see other people too, Mm -hmm. not just myself. And that right and entitlement, but go, what can I do? What can I give to somebody else in the way? So humility is a big deal. I, I I feel like we don't talk. So now about I'm going to have yeah. to really think about this in practice. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> we're always looking for practitioners of yes, peace making, piece. right? Yep. And those that are doing the so you're it's gonna, like if you and me are sitting at this table talking yeah. about this, we get to be practitioners. Yep. Right. You have to live it and see. Yeah. yeah. See what's inside. So always good talking with you, Lisa. So good. Thank oh, you inspired. for challenging me. I oh, think. Uh. <laughs> well, you you bring up you challenge me too. It's good. Get me thinking. It's a good journey. Um, right. Well, thank you all for listening to our, our our conversation, and I hope it's a helpful us as we all seek a a humbler, richer, fuller life in in, in, in with Christ. Absolutely. Thank you for listening today. Counterculture is made possible by Amplify Peace, educating, immersing, training, and launching peacemakers to build united communities.